folks, and welcome to another episode of All Things Dreams with your host, Miranda McLaughlin. Just a quick reminder that I'm certainly no expert in dream interpretation, but it's a topic that I find very interesting, and I've been learning a lot as I go, and hopefully you've been learning right along with me and my guests. Just a quick note that if you are enjoying this podcast, please go ahead and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts, and that would be greatly appreciated. And to start things off, I'd like to note that this episode is going to focus around inception-type dreams with a particular focus on false awakenings. And to help us out with this discussion, we have a couple folks here today, and we'll get the ball rolling with a round of introductions. I'm Dr. Hidalgo Samsonite. Oh, perfect. Perfect. We have Dr. Hidalgo Samsonite. Welcome back, Doctor. Back with us. Good to be back. (laughs) The green room here is lovely. I played Super Nintendo (laughs) with your husband. What's his name? (laughs) Devin. (laughs) Cool. It's quite a time. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us. Not a problem. All right, moving right along. Uh, Hey, my name is uh, Alex English. All right, so we'll get things rolling with an episode on dream inception and in particular false awakenings. So just a quick starter, when we talk about inception, for those who haven't seen the movie maybe and aren't super familiar with this term. I've never seen this film. Can you explain the entire (laughs) premise, please? Okay, I'm not going to... I just know that it stars Tom Hardy. Okay. Tim Hardy? Tom Hardy. <laughs> so there's two competing magicians, and they're both trying to be the best magicians. I saw this movie. It oh is just Kabil was in this. Yeah. And Edward Norton. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. And Brad Pitt, too. No, no, Paul Giamatti. Right, right, right. So we're not going to get into the details of the movie Inception. Oh. I'm just going to mention that if there's folks who haven't seen that movie, which kind of explains the concept, an Inception dream is when you have a dream within a dream, and maybe even within another dream. Layers, like an onion. Yeah. Or a cake. Sure. Either of those work. Or Thank a raccoon. You. <laughs> <laughs> Raccoons do have layers, yes. I don't remember that coming <laughs> coming up in the uh, example of the movie. What was it? With the ogre? Oh, um, that was Aladdin. That was Shrek. <laughs> Shrek Can is what I was thinking. Can show me an ogre? <laughs> that's how the song goes, right? Oh, my word. What is it? So that's kind of the definition for an inception dream. And one of the really common types of inception dreams is a false awakening. And that's the only type of inception dream I've ever personally experienced. And basically the concept of that is that you're dreaming and then you wake up and you're kind of going about whatever you might go about in your waking life. And then you wake up again because the first time you thought you woke up, but you were actually still continuing your dream. So with this type of dream, you don't necessarily know know until you've actually woken up that you're dreaming but some people will come to that realization within the dream and if you're a bit of a lucid dreamer you can have some fun with it but I for the most part haven't realized I'm awake sorry that I'm not awake until I actually wake up Mm. and I have a bit of an example on one of my experiences of this that I'm going to share But before I get into that, I wanted to mention that I did a quick poll on Instagram. One of the scientific polls that you you normally do? Yes, exactly. What journal do you write for? (laughs) (laughs) It's a dream journal. (laughs) Dream journal. I do write for a dream journal. The Miranda McLaughlin dream journal. Thank you, Alex. So so when I I asked some of our listeners about whether or not they've experienced um, 
these false awakenings, a few people have mentioned that they have, including MJ, Jillian, Kelly, Allison, and Tanya. This is something I've experienced myself, and I think Alex has experienced as well. Who are these people? These are folks who follow all things dreams on Instagram and who responded to the poll. Are they the ones that live in Spain? No, I am quite certain none of these Your husband kept talking about them in five-star reviews. He didn't (laughs) shut up. (laughs) He's a good man. I don't think so. Oh, you don't like him? (laughs) You didn't like how he played those games? He beat me at Donkey Kong Country. (laughs) How dare he? He destroyed me. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to share a quick entry from my dream journal where this topic comes up. And then we can maybe talk about some of the possible meanings and how to kind of navigate those and also hear any similar experiences that either of you have had. So this is an entry from March 1st, 2018. So almost exactly one year ago. Um, In this dream, our earth is completely riddled with vampires and with clones. And the blood of clones does it absolutely clones. nothing to sustain vampires? Clones of what? Clones of people. The cl- so the clones are not vampires. They're not all the same. No. they look the same? So there's, one there's vampires and then there's clones. The clones just look like they're just they're replicas of some other person. One and you person. can't tell. No, mixture. There's a mixture of them. So, so like you can't tell between, pers- between a non-clone and a clone. And that ends up being problematic for vampires because vampires need the blood of humans and clone blood does absolutely nothing to sustain vampires in this reality. So vampires need actually not just any human blood makes a difference. They really need the blood of an aged human to give them the sustenance that they need um, so that they can avoid dying. But the blood of a young or even an infant human can still hold them over, but really for a short period of time. And if they are nearing death... What have you brought me into? (laughs) And when the vampire is nearing death, if they were to kill an infant or a child for their blood, it would really only tide them over for a short period of time until they would need to have like a fully adult and kind of the older the better Mm -hmm. in terms of the blood. But the tricky part is that the vampires can't tell the clones and the humans apart. Uh So they could be nearing death and then attack an adult clone and then still die because the blood did nothing to help them. So that's kind of the the premise of that dream. And upon awakening, I didn't actually remember whether or not I was a clone or a vampire or a child, or I, I didn't really remember the details of that piece. Um, but I woke up and I went through this whole, this whole dream in more detail, wrote down um, the dream itself, and then became really disappointed when I realized that I hadn't actually woken up and I'd actually had a dream about writing that dream in my dream journal. And then when I woke up, I was like, oh, now the details are all fuzzy because in my head I'd already written all of them down. And then I was like, oh, I have to start from scratch now because I didn't actually write it. And then I start writing and I'm like, oh, I had more detail in the dream version of writing in my journal. So I got, I apparently, I've gotten to the point where, um, because a lot of times people wake up Mm -hmm. and have that false awakening. They go through motions that are kind of normal and regular to them. Mm -hmm. And so that normal and regular thing in my dream was writing in my dream journal. So I thought that that was super badass in a pretty 
cool Inception dream to be sharing. Yeah, those are the words I would use. Try to top that, guys. <laughs> have you had any Inception or, in particular, false awakenings? I have not dreamt before. <laughs> I've said this on your show before. I do not dream. Okay, so not so much for Dr. Samson. Glad you're here. here. But I'm not sure why she keeps asking me to come back. I do it out of being just. I don't think she asks you ever to come. You just you just show up. It's it's the listeners. The listeners keep asking for more Hidalgo. I will have to ask my assistant what's happening here. Okay, I'm right here. You can just ask. (laughs) Are you my assistant? That explains a lot. All right. So, Alex, have you had some any similar experiences? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've mentioned previously in the sleep paralysis dream. I mean, mo- usually when you have a sleep paralysis dream, it's it's kind of like a, a false awakening because you think right. you're awake but your body's still asleep. Um, but I did mention like that I had a dream once where there was ghosts flying around in my ex bedroom, my ex girlfriend's bedroom, and then mm-hmm. I thought I woke up and they were still in the room. And so I thought it was I was awake, but I wasn't. It was like a sleep paralysis inception dream. Um, uh, if you haven't heard the sleep paralysis episode, go and check it out. Um, yeah, there's lots of more. Interesting it's currently details. in fifth place for best episode. <laughs> We'd like to get that up to first place. Alex is very much advocating for his favorite episode. <laughs> sleep paralysis. Oh man. Okay. Um, so yeah. that's an interesting combination in terms of sleep paralysis, um, adding an extra layer. And I think that makes it a bit more like ominous and terrifying of an experience because mm-hmm. you're not just waking or having a, a dream awakening and then finding out that you're actually were still sleeping. You are coming into your actual reality, mm-hmm. but with elements involved in it that aren't real because mm-hmm. your mind's still asleep and yeah. you can't move. So I think that would make it that much more terrifying. Mm-hmm. Whereas I wouldn't describe any of my false awakenings as terrifying. Yeah. I would describe them as like annoying and frustrating. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, damn it. Yeah. Because the other really common one that I've had has been waking up and starting to get ready for work, showering, brushing my teeth, getting dressed, and then hearing my alarm and actually yeah. waking up and being like, damn it, I have to do all this again. Because yeah. <laughs> I was very much like in my dream, it was kind of that dragging myself out of bed, going through those motions. And then, so it was just like, it would start my day off on kind of like a crappy note almost because I'm just kind of like feeling annoyed and frustrated because I hate that part of my day. Like, Getting out of dragging myself out of bed, yeah. like that's I'm like I'm warm and I'm comfortable. That's your favorite part of the day. It's my favorite that's part. why you don't dream is because you love getting up so much. <laughs> I love the feeling of waking up and being able to immediately stand up and head to the hospital. Go stand underwater. Wait, what? Well, I mean, like in a shower. Oh, right, right, right. I think that I've like growing up uh, as a kid in Canada, we had a lot of snow days, and I think a lot of times when I wake up in the morning. I always remember my dad or mom coming in the room and like whispering in my ear, like it's a snow day, you get to go back to sleep. And I remember yeah. always that being. And, and it I'm, wasn't, and you got well, and, and like, <laughs> it's like, what are my parents trying to aim for? <laughs> gotcha. You get an F. But I think I've definitely had snow day dreams where I wake up and have that moment where my, mm-hmm. my dad will come in and be like, it's a snow day. I'm like, yes. And then I actually wake up and it's not a snow day. Oh, and, that would be annoying yeah, too. So Especially as a kid. Yeah. You're just like so much excitement attached to that. Yeah. 
Like that's basically the best news news that a kid can get for in the sure. morning. Yeah, snow days are great. So I definitely agree that that would be basically the best experience or the best thing that a kid could be hearing in the morning. Mm-hmm. And definitely super devastating to find out that that wasn't the case and they yeah. still have to get ready and go to school. Yeah. All things dreams, dream power intermission. <laughs> dream things, all things dreams intermission. What's the part of the show in the middle? Where Devin goes to get the cat. The cat's outside for intermission. Now he wants food, so we gotta feed him. All things dreams intermission. All things dreams intermission. Devin's almost back. Intermission, this is never gonna make it in the show. Devin's back, now we can continue. Cool. So I am curious what your thoughts might be around what could trigger a false awakening. (laughs) I don't know. I need to think about that for a second. So we talked about people thinking they're waking up and not actually being waking up. Just another layer of a dream. And when that happens, what do you think might like? What do you think might trigger that? Maybe um, that I can't figure out what's the first layer. They have something that they're like avoiding doing, like unfinished business. So it's almost like a reminder, like the dream's almost done, but now you got to dream again because you forgot something. Do you have any guesses? I don't actually. I don't. uh, I can't. I don't know. (laughs) The doctor's been stumped. Okay, so basically what can often trigger these types of dreams is when you are feeling really pressured and you feel like you have to be on your game. And um, often this can happen if you have like a job interview coming up or if you are feeling a lot of pressure at work. Maybe you have a trip coming up. There's a flight you like absolutely can't miss. So you're like fixating on the steps that you need to be completing. And then because you're fixating on those things that you need to complete to either make the flight or get the job or perform whatever it is you need to do you're fixating on enough that you are your mind is thinking about going through your daily activities mm-hmm. before you have to go through them it's almost like giving you a test go <laughs> yeah yes Makes so sense. i don't know why i felt like All i needed right. to like get a test go to write my dream journal really that just made it that much it almost harder. seems like because it was hard to remember the dream didn't want you to remember that dream about the feud between the clones and vampires. Yeah, because maybe you had a premonition dream. <laughs> that is what's going to happen in the world. And they're like, whoa, this Miranda maybe chick it's already saw the happening. future. We need to erase it. How are we going to do that? Boom. Make her think Hard she wrote it down. But you still remembered it, though. Hard to say. So the other theory is around when these start to happen really commonly. So, so basically... How about once? Can I have it happen once? You want I just to want. Have it I've never had a dream within a dream. Sounds like you drew the short straw for a dream. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Is there any way to correct that? Are there medications I could take? I'm not that kind of doctor. Um, I don't prescribe drugs on this podcast. You don't for dreaming. <laughs> no. And the doctor's dreaming? asking advice no. <laughs> about drugs. <laughs> I just want a dream. So the definition I just shared was, or the theory I just shared, is. More so centered on if you get these once in a while. So mm-hmm. if you get them like once every year, every few years, then the it's probably you, triggered by one of those things. The ones you see in horror movies all the time where it's like you wake up, then like something terrifying happens and you wake up again. Mm-hmm. 
Those don't happen, do they? That's not a real thing. Where you get scared more than once? But no, you wake up, and you're like, oh, I'm awake. And then something terrifying happens, and you wake up again. 100%, yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah, definitely. See, I just thought it was some stupid thing in a horror movie, but that happens to people? 100%. I imagine imagine writers of horror movies got that idea from having similar dreams. No, definitely. I've never dreamt that continues with me in that same spot. A lot of my sleep process dreams have been like that, where something scares me. Yeah, but me. I don't think you're sleeping. Aren't you awake? <laughs> like sleep process your eyes dreams are, open, are right? still dreaming. But you're so, still looking around the room. Yeah, with my eyes, I can move around. But you're like, not fabricating an environment part of with your you brain. Is... Yeah, like what I'm witnessing is in my own environment. Just imagine that, but not as a sleep process dream. You're still, your eyes are closed and you're dreaming. You can easily dream within a dream and it can you get scared by something in both layers. And as Tanya mentioned on a recent episode where she does a lot of lucid dreaming, she often will have kind of one dream spawning another dream spawning another dream. And what I, when I was doing my research, it mentioned that a lot of folks who do lucid dreaming often have inception dreams. And that this is kind of a, these false awakenings can be a bit of a stepping stone into lucid dreaming if you don't already lucid dream. And so, for example, if you are waking up and you're wondering, oh, am I, am I dreaming or am I really awake? If you start doing habits in your waking life um, that you do so often when you wake up, like maybe when you wake up, you always check the time. Every time I get out of bed, I check the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and in your dream, if you go to check the time and then you set it down, you check the time again, like you make the habit of checking it twice, for example, like back to back. Oftentimes in dreams, times are distorted and if you look at the clock once or maybe your phone will look the exact same or like something might look off enough to trigger to you, wait, this isn't real. And then that can be a bit of a stepping stone into like, oh, can I do this in my dream? <laughs> like if I'm dreaming, maybe I can do this. Um, but what they what's encouraged is for folks who less so if you're one of the people who has them like every three years, but for people who have recurring false awakening dreams to start building habits in your waking life that will then end up translating into your dream life. And that's one example. Um, But there is also a bit of context around what it can mean when you're amongst those individuals who have recurring false awakening dreams. And basically what it's saying is that there tends to be something that you're not facing that you need to, that you're kind of pushing aside. It's something that's important, but you don't want to face it. And the idea is that it's um, it almost represents a double wake-up call. You said that earlier on almost exactly. Nailed it. But for the non-recurring, which is why I thought it was really interesting that it was really on point for the second part. Are you a doctor? <laughs> I am working towards my medical degree, yeah. Okay, so there's another piece I want to mention, and I feel like, again, I'm going to include some tips on how to avoid false awakenings if you've been having them a lot and they're kind of frustrating you. And for those who have never had them, again, do do the the opposite opposite of my instructions. (laughs) I've got to do the opposite. All right, so this is what to do. What if it's like breathe heavy? I don't breathe. (laughs) Let's just wait until I provide the instructions and then we'll go into the problem solving around what won't work. Okay. So any thoughts on... Oh, you want us to guess what these techniques are? Anything that you think might trigger? Breathing. No breathing. (laughs) Um, Sleeping on a certain position, like sleeping on your side versus sleeping on your back. Nope. Not a fact. Oh, should we be buzzing? (laughs) Clear your mind. Buzz. 
Um, Clear your mind and think of snow. You're kind of on a good track. Someone chasing you. You said clear your mind. This specifically says to calm your mind. But I think that it's basically the same thing. thing, Exactly. So it just says calm your mind, and in particular, before you go to sleep. So try to be calm. And and this kind of makes sense because a big part of the thing that can trigger (laughs) or that this can represent is that you're fixating on something that's causing you stress. Okay. referring to the bathroom. Okay. (laughs) So, yes. Calm your mind before going to sleep. That's one of the techniques. There's three more. Buzz. Um, (laughs) He's getting it. I like it when there's buzzers. Um, Going to bed... uh, with an empty stomach versus eating or drinking something. You're on the right track in food. terms of what you're consuming, but mm-hmm. not food. Food is causing it, not I empty just, stomach. I just, I just said he's on the right track with consuming something. Medication. Not food. Medication. Not medication. That's not it. Mushrooms. <laughs> you're on the right track Drug, in terms of a... Alcohol. Mind-altering substance. Drugs and alcohol. Pepperoni. Alcohol. <laughs> oh, I thought we were doing pizza toppings. What so. You said mushrooms, so I tried pepperoni. <laughs> have you Marijuana. Pepper- have you eaten pepperoni before going to sleep? <laughs> Dude, it help you crazy, crazy, crazy dreams. dreams. I might try this tonight. Inevitably followed by I bet the false spicy awakenings. stuff causes the best dreams. It does. I'll eat spicy sausage before bed tonight. So, so we've come up with two of the four. One of those is try to calm your mind before going to sleep. Mm-hmm. And another one is avoid alcohol in the evening since alcohol can disrupt sleep patterns. Okay, that makes sense. I and there's two more. Thinking. Uh, buzz, uh, the temperature of your room. No. One of these is still around consuming something and another one is something that you're doing during the day. Buzz, exercising. Yes. So the fourth item is do regular exercise. To and there's dream? one more. So if you exercise... To avoid so, having false awakenings. So if I want to, I, Dude, I've got to stop exercising. I never we'll, exercise. We'll go, dream we'll, like crazy. We'll go over... Get lazy, we'll man. One, Video games. The opposites momentarily. There's one more. And you said... What was the hint again for this one? Also c- consuming. consuming something. Uh, drugs. No, you already... Well, she said like alcohol. Also drugs and alcohol. Um, consuming something. Lemon juice? You said no to food no. or beverages, right? I am no, pepper. I said food. No. Spicy food. Nope. Acidic drinks. Acid I don't know if this is acidic <laughs> or not, but it is a drink. Oh, okay. It is a drink? Yeah. You don't know if it's acidic? No. Is it no. alcoholic? I already guessed water, so it's not water. Mm-mm. It's not like spritz. It's not alcoholic. No, we already said that. Lemonade. <laughs> no. Water. No, we, just, we already said that. No. Here, okay, hold on. We're going to get some sponsors. Chocolate milk. Coke. <laughs> Sprite. Mountain Dew. Dr. Pepper. There's something in a lot of those. Carbon, carbonation. What was oh, that? Caffeine. Dr. Hidalgo. Coffee, Sensei? coffee, coffee, coffee. I said... Mochaccino. <laughs> I said caffeine. <laughs> and caffeine is... words in my mouth. No, now. you said caffeine. Um, kind of can I just point out that item. caffeine is technically a drug? It is a drug. It's not technically. So we got you it right. He's very much I said drug. He did. I, I okay, fine. Buzz, buzz, buzz. All right. Well, let me... I'm going to go over the four items that are recommended to do to avoid having these false awakenings if you're finding them very frustrating, which I've always found them to be very annoying and very frustrating. So it says to avoid caffeine and other stimulants, especially in the evening. Avoid alcohol in the evening, since alcohol can disrupt sleep patterns. 
try to calm the mind before going to sleep. So if you're having a good and do time, regular you're not exercise. Like <laughs> so if you are of the uh, opposite side of things and are like, I've never had a false awakening dream and I want one, or you've had one and you're like, I love false awakening dreams, I want more of those. You're going to want to drink lots of caffeine, especially before bed, have some alcohol, think about lots of stressful things and work yourself up before you go to bed, and also maybe stop exercising. So those would be the so tips. I just got to start getting drunk. <laughs> stop you literally exercising. just listed my day today. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is ramping himself up for some, I'm some false awakenings. <laughs> All righty. So... I did do a little bit of research on the premonition side of things uh, around some symbolism that popped up in my um, false awakening dream. Maybe dreams do come true. Maybe this one will for you. And because, hey, who knows? Maybe some parts of our dreams really will come true. Hard to say. Not how I really view them, but I find it pretty interesting. So the two things I looked up were vampires and clones. If you want to get more detailed information around what the symbols can mean in terms of what your mind might be trying to process. You can check out some of my earlier episodes um, that touch on these subjects. But today, we're going to look specifically at the premonition side, which we didn't look at in the earlier episodes of this. So for vampires, it says, pay close attention to your finances and take steps to enhance your income, especially over the next three days. Three days? (laughs) Why three days? So basically, over March 2nd, And my birthday, March 3rd and March 4th of last year, Uh, (laughs) I should have been looking for ways to enhance my income. It's quite specific. Or not spend more money. It is, yeah. But it did say specifically to enhance my income over the next three days. Um, there's There's a couple sources of information, but one that I particularly rely on is a book that is almost entirely looking at dreams as premonitions. Who's the author? Um, I don't have that information in front of me, but I do have another interpretation to share, and that's around clones. So any thoughts on one. what that might mean for your future if a clone pops up? That humans are going to die. Would you clone yourself? <laughs> would I know? If you did, would you consider it you? No. I would never clone myself. Why? Because I'm the only me that's me. <laughs> that sounds like fortune <laughs> cookie. Crack. The only you is you. <laughs> That's a very appropriate um, thing to be including in this segment, mm-hmm. so I approve. And I'll give a quick little note around clones. So if they've popped up in your dreams recently, um, you should note that you will find a solution through medical assistance to any recurring pain that you've been experiencing within a week. So hey, good news for you if you have recurring pain and recently had a clone pop up in your dream, because apparently... You're going to have no more pain through some kind of medical assistance. I don't think it's, you should it tell It sounds people. like, based on this dream <laughs> being around like your birthday, <laughs> it was warning you not to spend your money on booze <laughs> and that don't worry, the hangover was going to go away. Even though you're getting older and your body's breaking down, <laughs> modern medicine will assist you through the new aches and pains. I have to say, I have not been given the best advice from this program today. <laughs> program? <laughs> That's because you were looking at the opposite advice on I was what I was to giving stop earlier. Exercise and drink more before bed. <laughs> Why not try it for like a few days? Like just just try it. Just don't do any running on the treadmill. 
drink a little bit take of take up coffee and tea and, and Red Bull. Booze. It doesn't have to, it booze. doesn't it doesn't have to be like a long stretch. Like just try it for like maybe one or two nights and see if it works. Drink a Red Bull. It doesn't have to be late. I haven't had a Red. I had one of those energy drinks once in my life, and I felt like my heart was going to explode. I actually had but called Miranda. Did you dream? I, I called Miranda. Um, Red Bull gives I know you dreams. Her through work. And I, I recall that. I was phone like, call. I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> this is all very familiar to me. So there's one last segment before we wrap things up. Is this the game that he promised me? This is all about dream facts. Dream facts. <laughs> He's quite excited about this. Dream facts. Dream. Okay, so there's just one question with one answer. Seven. <laughs> no, buzz. <laughs> get your buzzers. Get your finger buzzers ready. Also, um, finger. listeners at home, get your buzzers ready. I was ready. not given a finger buzzer. <laughs> it's a whole I mean your finger. Knee buzzers. To tap your knee buzz. and your mouth to make a buzzing noise. Do I need to do the tap? It's all very high tech here at All Things Dream. Listeners, be sure to play along at home. <laughs> yep, get your... Because we're idiots and get your we don't get the answers ready. right away. <laughs> okay, so the question is, what <laughs> do you think is the most common dream setting? Me. Buzz. Devin, I mean... Dr. Hidalgo Samsonite. Odd that you would call me by your husband's name. You just remind me of my husband. I heard a beep. Go ahead. Uh, Most common location for dream? Dream setting, yeah. I just have to get... There's only one answer? Yep. Is this based on a poll or based on research? Like one of your scientific Instagram polls? (laughs) It's not like one of my scientific... These are air quotes happening right now. Instagram polls. This is information that was drawn from research conducted by... Not me. I don't know why you're so air quoting it. Because better. you've dropped scientific poll <laughs> at least a dozen times. I feel like each time I say, like, scientific. I believe the answer is outside. Eh. Not specific enough slash wrong. Well, can I have another shot? <laughs> no. Buzz. Jungle. <laughs> okay, also wrong. Go ahead. Oh, you lost two. Do I get two now? You can have two. Okay, this first is one is uh, in the sky. Flying. No. Your nose sounded clo- like, was that close? <laughs> <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> Go ahead. Uh, most common setting, I'm going to say, and is this specifically for these types of dreams? This is dreams. Just dreams in general. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say um, jungle in your bedroom. That is Her? very, very Her close. Her and I'm... <laughs> Everyone dreams in my bedroom. <laughs> it's like, having a dream. Oh, this is bedroom. Just the regular place for dreams. I said a bedroom. <laughs> I'm going to say your home. Yes. So I bas- so I think you were basically right and you were on the button. <laughs> basically right. Can that be our like, <laughs> new nicknames? If we become superheroes, I'll be your sidekick. Basically, basically right. right. <laughs> on the button. What seems to be the problem? Yes. Those are your new names. On the button. <laughs> That's you. That sounds odd, doesn't it? <laughs> Do you have a hike? <laughs> Basically. Yeah, it's right on the button. You got it right on the button. Basically. Right on the right. mark. You hit the mark. That might be the better saying. <laughs> on the mark. You hit the mark. On the button. You can't change his name now. Whatever. I'm My gonna, name is Hidalgo. On the button. <laughs> I'm fine with keeping that. Thank you again for another episode of All Things Dreams. Really appreciate you guys coming out for host and really appreciate the listeners. And if you'd like to follow us on 
Instagram or Twitter. It's the same handle for both, at All Things Dreams. And we're also on Facebook if you'd like to give our page a like and follow along there as well. Thanks so much, and until next time, <laughs> bye!